unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> because they're it's talented. Fairly funny. But, I don't know, to be told you're not talented enough is like, oh, oh shit. man. <laughs> that, that's harsh, man. All right, let's knock into this guy. What do you say? Yeah, absolutely. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Jameson on the Rocks podcast. Today I have with me Mr. Nick from the Orange Constant. Hey, so, hey, what's up? How you doing, man? Yeah, doing well. Doing Funny well. story about the name of you guys' band. When you guys, when I first heard about you guys in Athens, I thought you guys were the Orange Contestant. Have we, you ever heard that before? Anybody ever said that to you? We have gone through... I mean, I can't tell you how many times we've been called Orange Crush, uh, <laughs> Orange Theory. Like any any popular orange name theory, that has orange cool. in it, we yeah. just get lumped into. That must be those guys, right? Um, <laughs> no, dude, Orange Contestant is not not the first time. Not the first time. Okay, no, see, been, it wasn't yeah. on purpose. I was, and I said it to one of my buddies. I was like, we should go see this man, Orange Orange Contestant. He was like. Who the fuck are you, are you talking about? Orange Constant? <laughs> what a ripoff, man! <laughs> it's like, no, man. What, what are you talking uh, about? But I, now I have it right. I've seen you guys a couple times. Seen you guys at the theater. Really love what you guys do. Very, um, I don't know what genre. What actually? Let's get the whole origin story from you before I get into what I think about you guys. But uh, so go ahead and tell me. You play guitar and sing, correct? You do a little singing. Background? I do a little singing. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, not. I'm definitely not the lead singer. But you yeah. know, at, at this point. I mean, everybody basically sings. Sam That's awesome. doesn't really sing a whole lot, but he does have a few moments on the record yeah. that he kind of has these. So if you listen really, it's like, oh shit, Sam, Sam back there, yeah, <laughs> what a guy. Uh, so at that point, all five members have a a, a vocal performance of some kind. Yeah, so I love that. That's, that's so exciting. awesome to me. Like the Eagles and Be- Beatles and everybody. You know, I love it when bands, everybody sings. I think that's so cool. You know what it's I mean? What's crazy is when I really started thinking about the amount of bands that have like dual singers of mm-hmm. some kind, it really started to grow. And then, then you start realizing the caliber of these bands. Uh, recently, I've gotten into the Doobie Brothers. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, it, it was a really cool coincidence. You know, I, I inherited a lot of my grandfather's records. Yeah. He just, he yeah. didn't know what he's like. Oh, I don't have a player, so here yeah. you go. And as I'm flipping through, I'm trying to just like, which A is fascinating. If you ever inherit yeah, records from a family member, yeah. it's like you get this, you know, okay, well, this is what my grandfather was buying in the 70s, which would put him in his 30s. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, okay, so what, what was... You know, you're, what, what, you, what were you doing? Yeah, yeah and yeah. Then I got really into that. And so he, one of his records was Minute by Minute by the Doobie Brothers. Uh-huh. So is I, that the one with Jesus is Just Alright? It's, it's, on it's there? not on that not one, on there? but uh, uh, the actual song. song, Minute by Minute, is on there. Yeah. And then there's, uh, oh, it's such a bummer, I can't think of the name. There's an instrumental track near the end. Mm. There's some great riffing on. I mean, the record Minute really blew me away. I'm going to have to listen to this one. It's groovy, like too. You know, it's got like, um, it's got that 70s, like just kind of this yeah. very back and forth uh ebb and flow to it uh you know and michael mcdonald does a lot of that singing on yeah. it and then when they when the other singers do come in it just the whole your whole record just opens up it's like oh, yeah there's a new voice there's a new it's like another it's literally another instrument kind of like it just mm-hmm. makes you more like like i feel like i hate to say it like but like a one singer band is is often one dimensional well I, I, that's not fair to say but you know what i mean like it just adds another dimension when you it have does. great background like Beach Boys, I don't know, Van Halen, Tom Petty, any of those mm-hmm. bands, they have great background vocals. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? I, I, we, we've really, that has become a bigger role in the band more yeah. and more, especially with Chris on keys, has really uh-huh. stepped up and I love that. kind of just was like, hey man, I think I can really, I can help the band in this way and has really helped the harmonies. Are, and, yeah, are you guys doing harmonies mainly or just like doubles, like singing the same thing? It's um, really, or it just varies? Everybody kind of has their role. Honestly, yeah. Chris and Tyler are... Uh, Great harmony duos. Yeah. Like they they seem to do a lot more of that. I've kind of fallen more into a doubling role. Yeah. Um, well, you're busy on the guitar, aren't you? Busy fellow. Yeah, and, and yeah. typically because Andrew also plays guitar and sings, I've also found myself in more active guitar parts mm-hmm. during some of those moments. You know, I'm not typically when the chorus comes, 
you know, I might be doing something a little more active. Yeah. Whereas Angel a might be texture. Thinking, yeah, we're yeah, just okay. thinking more chords because he's kind of got the vocals. Yeah, he's kind of busy. <laughs> yeah, kind of busy. That's right. That's cool though. I love I love stuff like that, man. Uh, that's something we've been trying to work on in our band is like making sure we're not just like power chording together the whole mm -hmm. time. You know what I mean? Like doing something cool. I think you guys do that well. You guys have a nice like. I won't say jangly, but would you say jangly? It's kind of jangly. At times, maybe. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, you know, a band that someone pointed out to me that does the doubling guitars really well is mm. actually Weezer. When you listen yeah, to their record, I can see that. I can big see that. man, dun dun dun, <laughs> big guitars. I like they, Weezer a lot. They're they cool. really come at you. Yeah. And those choruses hit. It's not always a rhythm and lead. It's just two guys just, just, just powering these yeah. chords. They at have you, good man. background vocals, I think. Mm -hmm. don't they you do another. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They're I'd definitely the so. one singer, but the background vocals really Are like strong, add man. all that texture I, to I'd it. Say so. I love background mm -hmm. vocals, man. I'd be like, sometimes I like sing the background vocals more than I do the main when I'm mm -hmm. singing along on the radio or something, mm -hmm. just because it's more fun sometimes. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's fun. So tell me how you guys got going. There's five of you. Am mm -hmm. I wrong? Five? Okay, mm -hmm. so you got keys, bass, guitar, guitar plus sing, and drums. Mm -hmm. All right, run me through every member and how you guys met and all that good stuff. If, briefly, okay. if you want, but you can take yeah. as much time as you need. So, uh, well, I'll just, I'll start at the top. So yeah. Andrew and I met in college. Okay. And that would be in Statesboro, Georgia. Um, at Georgia Southern, I said. Uh -huh. Okay, cool. Yep, absolutely. And so we met in this kind of, this like, honestly, this like uh, first level, you know, 101 music mm -hmm. theory kind of stuff. Very, very That's cool rudimentary stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was a good like introduction, like to, to brushing up on any questions you might've had about the foundations of theory. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I meet Andrew in this class. We start kind of like talking and jamming together, realizing, uh, one thing that was great about working with Andrew is I think we both kind of met at uh we both kind of met at the same phase of guitar playing yeah. and songwriting. Like it was something we were both into. Um, we both were kind of dipping our toes more and more into like what does it mean to to write songs like mm -hmm. like like really full fleshed out songs, rhythm and leads. Where does all that fit in? Yeah. And so we I really think we grew together a lot in those early years. That's great. Being um, at the same place is really exactly. nice. It wasn't yeah. like like oh well he's exceptional at this and yeah. I, i'm it or it was just yeah we're both kind of like moving together at this and awesome. i thought that was really really beneficial actually mm -hmm. um and so we we start the band in statesboro um, i didn't know that i thought you guys were athens based from day one it, it, well this lineup assumed. is is basically yeah. athens based gotcha. really andrew and i are the only two left of of the original statesboro days gotcha. you know, we had a few member changes everyone for various reasons um and so the whole band at that time actually once we we graduated and then moved to Athens for the music scene. Um, again, had uh, a lineup change kind of one at a time. First it's inevitable, it, right? Yeah. It is. Well, you know, it, it's not, but it is. Like at that, yeah. like you all enjoy the music so much. Mm -hmm. and it, like pe people listening can't see, but I move my hands a lot. There's yeah. this like, I constantly, like, <laughs> every, I don't know, I don't ever know what to do with my hands. So they're just <laughs> shifting all the time. Anyway. So, you know, everyone's in it at that time because you love the music. And then as you grow, you get the reality of like, well, how am I going to pay for things? <laughs> you know, like, like rule number one. <laughs> how am I going to live? That's a good one, man. Yeah, right? Uh, I just, pondered that a time or two myself. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, God. You know, the world kind of settles in a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. And so things happen, man. Yeah. So, uh, but first was Will. Um, and Will was bass. And then... Uh, Lee, our drummer at the time, met mm -hmm. Tyler, and Tyler was actually interested in, in kind of like being in a band. It sounded like a little more serious. He was yeah. already in the band Harvey Funkwalker. Harvey Funk. Um, I don't think I've listened to that. I don't know. Do they have anything out that I should check out? Oh yeah, I think yeah. they got a Spotify for sure. I yeah. would definitely give them a listen. I like to. Uh, and that was that was a trio. So that was uh, Ooh, Adam cool. Funk, 
Johan Harvey and uh, Tyler Walker. Well, that makes sense. Harvey Farm. It was a cool title. <laughs> That's a cool actually, name, yeah. Yeah, yeah cool I thought the way that they, they put that together yeah. was really really clever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they kind of had their thing. I don't think they were really looking into, like, big tours or anything. They were, at the time, pretty stationary. You know, mm-hmm. kind of were sticking to, like, an Athens and Atlanta sort of thing. Yeah. So, Tyler, we Lee ends up meeting Tyler. Tyler comes and jams with us. Yeah. Uh, and then he joins. And it was really cool because we had had very little backup vocals at the time. Yeah. And the first day we're jamming, you know, we were already like thrilled, like, oh, sweet, this guy can play bass. Like, we're in. This is, this is a great <laughs> sign. It. He's interested in the band. Yeah. He's, he's our age, and that's a huge yeah, part of it. You know, huge, it's, it's not yes. like just like, okay, who's a 45 year old guy? Like, <laughs> what, is, what are we doing? Um, did he just bring a bottle of Jameson to, to practice? Like, it's one practice. I know man. exactly what you mean. Uh, yeah. So it's not even, it's just like Evan Williams, like the worst thing. It's like, oh my God. The cheapest thing you can get. Yeah. So. Anyway, no, Tyler comes in, really cool, and we just happen to play, like, every band, you know, we know yeah. the song Can't You See, and so Can't we said, see? hey, uh, can you sing? And he goes, and very casually, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can, I can sing a little bit. I'm like, oh, yeah. cool. Uh, we did not realize that before Harvey <laughs> Funkwalker, Tyler was a lead singer of another band. Oh, okay. So, so suddenly we Sneaky play Can't You See, and he takes the second verse, and I just start, like, I just remember my face lit up, because it was just like... <laughs> Oh shit, he like, can sing. Yeah? Like, we've got like this is incredible. That's awesome. So from that point on, our our idea what backing vocals could be, what mm. second singers could be, all of that was like we had talked about that earlier. All of that started developing from from that first day. Like That's Tyler awesome. and Tyler took our band's vocal just identity to yeah. a new level as well. You know, that's what I mean? crazy how it can do that too. Oh, you it absolutely I mean? it really, did. And yeah. you look at a lot of like so many bands like. The, the members that ended up being like key or something, like they used to be lead singers and mm-hmm. now they're playing the bass or now they're playing guitar, just yeah. in the background. That's huge, you know what I mean? Because they know what they have to do, you know what I mean? Well, That's and awesome. it's, it's really, he he put the detail in it where it's like, you know, we would play songs in the past and you'd always be like, oh, well, well yeah, that chorus sounds fine. And it's like, maybe there's something missing. And then suddenly Tyler goes, well, no, what's missing is this, you know? When you listen <laughs> to songs like Money for Nothing, yeah, I love you know, that song. Great and you've song. got this, you know, well, Sting, Money. Yep. He's got yep. this, this. You can't play that without that. You can't, man. And we we used to, and then suddenly you play it with the right, and you go, "Oh my gosh, dude, I love the how many bars did we play that song without the backing vocals?" I want my oh yeah, the whole dude, the whole nine yep. yards, and it was so it was moments like that that really opened up those songs and so you know, so he'd be the higher register usually, right? Would you say typically? Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Um, which I find is really unique to bass players. Yeah, I don't know if that's it like, seems like it. intentional yeah. or what the. The, the odds of that is, but it does seem like as you look through a lot of bass players, they're mm-hmm. they're typically the high singers of bands, yeah. and I find yeah. that really like Howie Eagles, from Tom Petty, yeah, same uh-huh. thing, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. It, it, That's kind of cool though. Maybe there's it's just they're uh, weird. That is weird. Now that you mention it, it seems like it. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if it's we're gonna put a study into this. <laughs> we're, gonna we're gonna put, put some our research top in. Yes. Um, <laughs> I know, exactly but I could totally see that. Yeah, I could I could probably name five or six. If mm-hmm. I had to, but yeah, that's cool. I I love that. So that's Tyler, and then you guys. When does the move happen from Statesboro to Athens? This had already happened. At this okay, point. it already happens. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So the four that left Athens were uh, Andrew and myself, mm-hmm. uh, Lee, and mm-hmm. Will. Gotcha. And that was, at that time we were only a four piece, gotcha. and Andrew actually dabbled a little bit on keys. Okay. Cool. Um, so we did have a few things like we we always I think imagined keys would be a part of the band, but at mm-hmm. this point they were never. 
like a part of the band. Yeah, it was like, you know, if we had studio time, okay, yeah. put a little organ on that. Oh, that's Yeah, nice. you're just happy to have four at this point, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, know, you know. I know that feeling. Uh, so so we were we were kind of doing our thing. Um, we, we moved up to Athens, I think 2015. Okay, okay. So it's I mean, been a couple years. I think something like that, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, like I said, Will left maybe six, eight months mm-hmm. into being here. Yeah, because it had to be before the first lease was out. I don't know why. Gotcha. That's, if I were to think of like how I <laughs> thought of that year, that's a good um, way to do it. So anyway, so that happens, uh, and that's when Tyler came in, uh-huh. um, and and everyone's well, by the way. No one left the band with any yeah, ill intent. It was that's just, everyone nice. just kind of just was like, hey, I think I'm yeah. my time has come. We're gonna step out and do this thing. And it's like, all right, cool. And it was always, you know, we're all still friends. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. So that's actually really, really. That's cool actually setup. pretty rare. So very, yeah. very nice. Yeah, we were. Uh, it's it's been. We've been really grateful for that, yeah. honestly. Like, yeah, very everyone's cool. been very cordial and and, but there was never a reason not to be. It was always so honest. It was like, hey, I'm just not, I'm not in the in the headspace for this. And like, okay, yeah. well then that that makes sense. Like, don't Perfect. don't yeah. have us drag you. And so it's like, <laughs> yeah, and, and no one ever did that to anybody. So it all all very cool stuff. So I'm assuming around somewhere around this time, you guys meet Sam. Actually, yeah. So then at this point, we we know Chris. Chris is in another band called Saturn Valley, uh-huh. and they're kind of doing their thing. Chris had sat in with us a few times. Yeah, on the keys. Um, he was not like an official thing, but we kind of, we definitely were gelling. I was like, this yeah. guy's got some, this is pretty sweet. Um, and so, yeah, so Lee's with us. Lee is kind of, you know, Lee had a master's degree in business and really? very intelligent guy. It was yeah. just like, hey, I think, you know, I think my time has come. You yeah. know, my, my bell's being rung. Like, I, <laughs> you know, I think I'm, I'm ready to, to see what else I can get into. And so Lee left and Lee, man, very, very diligent person, made all yeah. these like videos of exactly how he was playing the songs, like That's very nice. down to the fills, like that. Yeah. You know, sat with Sam. Um, you know, Sam was, I think, nineteen when he joined the band, <laughs> really? and Lee was probably twenty five, twenty six, okay. okay. somewhere in there, something like that. And so Lee was like really like excited for Sam yeah. and the band, and like was you know, That's cause, great because Sam don't was... really understand how important the drummer is. You know oh, what I mean? Dude. Like God, like it's like getting a new drummer is like starting over. Oh my gosh! In my man. experience, it, you know what I mean? It was, uh, it was incredible. Like it's, yeah. it's what what I mean by that is like the the difficult challenge at first mm-hmm. of understanding. You know, a there's just an age difference. There's a style difference. Mm-hmm. There's a background. I mean, like mm-hmm. like you know, Sam had a little bit more education in drumming yeah. than Lee did. Gotcha. And so it was really he. It, it, I mean, I, I can't explain it enough, dude. It, it's yeah. been incredible. And like, you're so used to having played it the previous way. Mm-hmm. Like when you come around, it's like once you get it right, though, it's amazing. When well, you had then, the right guy back there. Well, I what it. happens too is that you you kind of just creep into a new style. Yeah, like in a I way. Can see like that. we. Okay, I do think in the beginning we were thinking we need to play these songs like we used to. Mm-hmm. But there was this reality that just kept sitting in. That's like, but we're not who we used to be. Exactly. Yeah. So I see that. why be that? And yeah. then once we shed that that skin, that mentality, mm-hmm. and really came into this, well, why don't we just play it that way? Let's just think of it. And suddenly, songs that we had played for at that point a couple years, you know, were turning into these nine minute like. Holy shit! Where are we going now? Like, I, but then, it, but that's what our band has become. Yeah. It, it was so natural, that's like great. just like like. And then finally, Chris, uh, after we we had made the movement to Sam, and uh-huh. really, I think that was another big turnaround for the band because that was when the band really started jamming on what I think to be a, a new level. Yeah, okay. like it was like okay, we we now are 
we have two members that that kind of came from a jam background you uh-huh. know uh, tyler, tyler. Tyler, be tyler and sam gotcha okay um, well i guess sam's not really a jam background but sam's like jazz, which had a lot of improv and, yeah. and jamming in its dude, own. Dude, it's so right. gnarly on the drums, dude. Oh I watch all his Instagram videos. It's ridiculous, man. He's, he's a monster. What's man. up, Sam? Are you watching? <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Sam will see this when he sees it, hopefully. I hope so, man. I'm sure he will. He, <laughs> he, uh, dude, he's, he's incredible. He really is, man. Yeah, I love he, watching his TikToks and Instagram videos. He's yeah. dude's just crazy on the yeah. drums. He did one, uh, what is the one, Mr. Krabs in it? Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that, that one. The SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> that was good. And then he did the one, um, it was like a, 2000s pop song what was it oh man he posted it like last week but it's good but everybody go follow sam groveman if you're watching this absolutely is that his name on instagram i don't know his oh, name but it, i don't know either. it should be sam groveman <laughs> something i think i think so sam groveman on there check him out but um so you guys are all meeting and at this point you guys are jamming what what genre at this time do you consider yourself have you guys had any genre changes like what do you consider yourself Man, that's just been a okay. That is an ongoing, yeah. ongoing question. It's so, a tough one, man. Especially when we, I think at the fountain, and I, I've actually used this before, but I think at, at the core of the band, we're we're a rock and roll band. Love and, that. and I actually mm-hmm. say rock and roll because, yeah. and, and Tom Petty would say it too. He would be like, "Well, we're not just a rock band, you know. Yeah, there, there's some rolling to it. There's some. <laughs> it's like it. He says rock is just too aggressive. It's too hit. Yeah. It just hits too hard. Gotcha. He goes, "No, man, we we want to dance. Yeah, and that's where the roll comes Love from." It. I, I love that answer that he gave. That's so, great. I love Tom I, Petty, man. Oh, absolutely. I love him. Yeah, I absolutely think, love him. I love the the simple and complex nature of so much of his songs. Oh my god! And his whole it's like his whole catalog is so consistently solid. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, dude can write a damn song, man. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get into some time later. Let's keep talking about yeah. Orange. Um, um, so so here we are. Uh, our style is definitely changing. What mm-hmm. would we consider ourselves? I think again at the core, we're a rock and roll band. Two guitars, mm-hmm. bass, drum, and keys. Like love that's, that. That's yeah. that old school lineup, big lineup, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and then I think it gets deeper than that because I think then you go, okay, well, what kind of rock and roll band? Well, that that gets complicated because yeah. I think we're, uh, at times, we're we're um, we're just, we're a dance band. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I can see at, that. I can see uh, that. At times, we're a reggae band. Yeah. You know, at yeah. times, we're a jam band. I saw you guys up. in the theater. You guys are hitting a lot of genres. You were knocking them all off pretty well. I was like, damn, I don't know what these guys are, but they're great. What just happens, what's been cool about the band is, as it's grown, so has every member as a writer. Uh-huh. And so now there's this welcomed attitude to just like, well, you wrote a song, let's check it out. And yeah. suddenly you're going, oh, well, that song, if you were to think of it as, it, it, it kind of sounds like this. You know, mm-hmm. Okay, well, that song sounds like this. You know, like yeah. typically if there's a reggae influenced song, it comes from Andrew. Um, <laughs> gotcha, yeah. Um, not, not to say that all his stuff is reggae, but like yeah. typically that that influence is is something that, that he pulls the most from. And when you say you guys are writing songs, are you guys saying like like words and melodies or like you talking about like Sam brings a drum part in or somebody brings a key part in or do you guys each write lyrics or how does that work? I like to ask about the songwriting so process. That's, that's a great question and, it, and it's kind of, it's all over the place, just mm-hmm. like the songs themselves, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think the best part, we could look at the last album. That'd probably be the easiest. Um, Peel. So, Peel, yes. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, we could, so we could dissect way. that one, like, writer by writer. Yeah. You can really hear. Um, I think that's a great way. So, Andrew, for example, um, a, a, an Andrew song would be Reliance. I love that song. You know? Now, now he, it was pretty fleshed out. I think all that was mm. left for, was for the members to put their parts down. Gotcha. But with the influence of, hey, I, I kind of know that this, this is going to be this yeah. kind of style. Here's some ideas I have for the leads. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Tyler kind of cracked at the backing vocals. I think with Andrew, they might have teamed up on that. I'm not sure. Okay. Or maybe it was all done in the studio. 
So uh, do you actually? So you didn't write it, but you don't know the story behind Reliance Tennessee. He said, "I assume that's oh, a place, right?" Yeah, do you it know is the a story. Place. Yeah, um, uh, in the sense that, like, I know like the background that like it was yeah. somewhere that meant something to Andrew. Yeah, and uh, somewhere that he had visited, and uh, just over time, I think he'd gone there for quite a while, like yeah. including his childhood. And so I think that over time, just kind of grew to have a lot of meaning for him. Yeah, uh, somewhere that like he felt comfortable. Yeah, somewhere that he could like look back to as a. I've never heard of it, and and I kind of liked it the first time I listened to it when it, when I realized it was a place. Yeah, I think that's cool. Like, oh yeah, exactly. Could have easily named the song Reliance Tennessee, and I, I don't think that would have been as cool. But like the hook is nice in it and everything. So yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. Andrew, if you're watching as well, I love the hook, man. Nice, good work. Oh yeah, it's, it's and it, <laughs> good and it's work. a great example of of Andrew's really good at you know that song for the most part is three chords. Yeah, like it I has a few like. Like there's yeah. one like one odd chord at the end. Yeah. I like the um, arrangement and everything. It's like and very interesting. It. Yeah, you just take the same three chords. You yeah. find different ways to present it. You work mm-hmm. with dynamics. Articulate and, things differently. And that in in okay, so that would be now the next another writer of the band would be Chris. So mm-hmm. now take that three chord song and think of a song like Re and Chronic. Mm-hmm. You know, same record yeah. is suddenly this much more. Uh, of a composition that's probably yeah. it's just more of a yeah it has that. these like yeah. phases and each phase is kind of a feeling and an emotion more than it is necessarily like melody 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 it's like gotcha. you know like yeah. andrew thinks a lot more and then so you get this you, you can tell andrew thinks a lot more of that on like reliance whereas you get this reading chronic is kind of this like so it opens and it has kind of this jazz wave yeah you know and you get a little bit of the lead and then you kind of get some solos and then you work gotcha. your way into this sort of we we think of it as like an elevator, you know. Yeah. Each as the elevator doors open, each floor is presenting this new scene. That's and a cool way to think of something. Go up the next floor or down. Um, That's a cool way to think of a song. I've never thought of it like that. It's very cool. And so the first scene is the smooth jazz. Like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. All right, here we are. Vibing. Yeah, everyone's yeah. grooving, yeah. right? In that concept, I don't know who thought of it, but um, <laughs> I just remember we kind of started discussing it, and yeah. it just sort of became like how that song. I like was that. Thought of it. I can um, tell there's like some pop sensibilities in some of them too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like not not about like in a good way. You know what I mean? Like I can tell you guys know how to write arrangements well and all that good stuff and fun. Yeah, I, yeah. Dude, I, which uh, is great. I'm actually a fan of like Ace of Base and stuff. So yeah. and I know Tyler's a huge fan of like ABBA and yeah, and I things love pop. and like all yeah. that pop music is is you know great music. Great, I think yeah. Tom Petty wrote. Yeah, pop songs, he does. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? Like Nirvana wrote minutes. pop songs. Like, yeah, like, they're yeah. all pop songs. Yeah, they just, are. how do you want to think? I hate it when people say they hate pop. Like, come on, man. Like. Yeah, like low key, like the Beatles are popping. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? Like a, any three minute song. Yeah, yeah, come on. But yeah, that's great. Uh, so continue uh, on. Um, sorry to cut you off. Oh no, um, you're fine. No. Uh, and so we're in Reincarnate. So then the next phase of Reincarnate after this kind of jazz era mm-hmm. is you get into this like it's kind of darker. You know, it's a uh, suddenly it gets a lot more minor, and you get this whole shift, and then it and then it morphs from from this nastier, heavier, really heavy, distorted part into. Dancing. Now you're, yeah. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. now you're suddenly, you're, you know, like you've come at, you've, okay, the doors have closed. You come into this new, oh, this is the dance scene. Okay, yeah. what's happening here? And then finally, the song after, um, I like some, Banana. Some Evan Plow. And Banana's that's the other cool. instrumental on the record. Yeah, I like that yeah. one. Yeah. I think oh. instrumentals are cool, though. Like, oh, yeah. I'm totally into those. Mm-hmm. Like, and you might as well, I mean, like, uh, why not? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, every band has instrumentals laying around, I think, at least. That they, oh, yeah. That they've got, they're like, maybe the words didn't click on it or something. Just put it out. I yeah. Mean, I love that. I like Far From Home. I love mm-hmm. that song. That's a great one. How, how did that one start? Any any details on that one, really? Uh, so that one also is kind of an injured background one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an older song. The band had been playing yeah. that for a few years. Uh, yeah. But this arrangement kind of put its touch on it, you know, yeah. added some parts. I think Tyler took a little more detail to the bass line. Gotcha. Um, the keys, when the song was originally written, there was no keys. So mm-hmm. everything that Chris added. You That's know, funny is, is... that you guys didn't have keys for a while. I can't imagine you guys without keys. 
I, I guess I've only anymore. seen you guys with <laughs> keys, but like I can't imagine you guys not having keys because it seems so essential to you guys now. Well, you know what happens to what happens to a guitar player. I've noticed it, mm-hmm. when when you're met with another guitar player and a keys player mm-hmm. is you just keep reducing your parts more yeah, and more. I can see that. Um, you know, when you're only two guitars, there's a lot more space that you can fill. Yeah. You know, there's totally. only so much. I feel like that sonically people want to listen to at a given time. Yeah. And with five musicians going all the time and keys bringing in left and right hands, mm-hmm. suddenly he's occupying a lot more space. And so I find that as a guitar player, you just kind of keep tone it back m- a minimalizing. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe I'll just sit out, you know, just yeah, over I got nothing to do. That's I'll very just, nice that, that you're like, willing to do that. And, but, and well, he'll cool. do the same too. Yeah. You know? It's tasteful. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. When things change like that, I read something that like the brain can only focus on like, three or four different um, sounds at once. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Have you ever read that? I don't know. It's like a production thing, but what, what we, which is interesting. What we kind of learned through school and what we've definitely noticed through like the, just playing live is that there's a point where you, where it, when it all comes at you at once, it mm-hmm. is, it is like nice, like you're enjoying it, but then yeah. there's a point, like all things, it becomes overwhelming. Yeah. So gotcha. You can't underestimate the value of dynamics. Like, you oh, so much, man. Just bring it down, yeah. cut a member out, cut two members out yeah. if you need to, and then work, Add them back one by one, and then suddenly totally. you're at that big full sound again, and then just bring it all back down to a member or two. That's very awesome. I'm glad you said that because I've been trying to work on that in uh, my band and everything because we were a three piece, and mm-hmm. I was playing guitar and singing, and uh, I didn't like that really. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like you, you're kind of limited. I don't know. And when I stopped playing, it seemed super quiet. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean, but now we have another guitar player who's awesome, and we're trying to find ways to make things more interesting. Pretty much exactly what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like somebody sit out a verse so that there's a jump when the chorus comes in, or Maybe play something cool instead of power chords for both of us. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. Yeah, which is interesting. I'm glad you said that. That's very cool. And the keys, it really rounds things out, though, man. It really oh. does. It's very nice. Because what's so great about keys is there's so much space they can fill. So, mm-hmm. like, suddenly there's all these sounds. You know, guitars, like, you can hit a big chord, and that that's great. But the keys can hit a big organ. Yeah. And suddenly, yeah. the whole thing just... <laughs> Now your core, oh shit, we're here. Like, I don't know. It's just chorus. Yeah, man. And the synthesizers. Like oh, I love synths. You know, man. piano, yeah. uh, electric pianos. It's I love just, that. You know, clavs. I mean, the whole nine yards, man. You just start adding it all up, and it's like, keys are just. It's huge, man. I mean, they're they're you, so yeah. diverse, too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, kind of like you're saying, like piano or like they can just program in their sound, mm-hmm. and you got a whole different sound and song. That's awesome. I love keys. I love a good a band with some good keys in it. That's always oh, yeah. nice. And. You ever notice that sometimes, like when you're watching concert videos, I guess this is out of context, but like, and like it'll be like, like you won't hear something until the camera goes to him. Like you'll just be listening to the song, you'll just be like vibing to the words and guitar, and then it goes over to the keys player, and you see him like doing something. You're like, oh my god, that's so tasteful. I didn't even notice it until the camera went on him. You know yeah, what I mean? That's so funny. We just did this uh, live stream. I don't know if it's oh, aired really? yet. Um, maybe no, actually, I don't think it's aired yet. Yeah. What? But there, who is there it is with? it. Uh, should have, dang, I should have come prepared. <laughs> no, you're fine, that sounds fine. terrible. No, you're fine. We definitely need to promote it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll drop a link to it in the bio after this. That's a great idea. It is yes. a good idea. Right. I'd love to Put see it. Put forward in the link. Um, <laughs> anyway, there, there's a moment where they're like, uh, the guy filming it didn't quite catch it, exactly what you're describing. Yeah, right? gotcha. So it's like Andrew soloing and... Uh, 
the guy just and he he thought he thought I was soloing. So uh-huh. he's like looking at my foot, which is like stepping on a pedal. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, Andrew's just crushing it in the background, <laughs> right? Then, it. But you don't even notice it till he finally gets up and sees Andrew, and then it's like, oh shit, there's the yeah, solo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's something it's like I'm over there like hitting like a chorus or something. Like I'm not even like, you know, oh, is that my face? I'm turning on. Yeah, like, <laughs> nice face, Nike. Yeah, it looks like a Nike ad because all you see is the big swoosh. Oh, love so, it, man. That's but by the way, though, the like stream you're... turned out great. But yeah, yeah I should say that it, it was fantastic. There's some really cool shots, but that that I, one I remember like laughing. At. I love to ask this too. How have you guys been liking the live streams? Have you guys done more than one? Yeah, we've done a few. Um, yeah. The first one was honestly one of my favorites, and that yeah. was because we were promoting Peel, so we did Peel okay. from front to back. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and, and it was a really good length. I think that was important because we didn't want to do like a two-hour thing. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, and then suddenly people yeah. like you know, 45 minutes in, they're getting up and. No, so I think we only did about 40 minutes. Yeah, that's perfect. And that really, we think, kept people focused. It kept mm-hmm. us, we just moved, man, like just song the after song. Out. Yeah, like we did transitions into some. We did some songs just like the record. Are you guys like, do you guys have like a full setup or are you just like acoustic with a phone? For this particular one, for the one I'm, I'm describing, that was a full-blown thing. We did really? it at Livewire in Athens. Oh, I love um, Livewire. I, I interned there. Very oh, nice guys. Yeah. Um, uh, Tyler used to bartend. So we really? that, that was, our connection's been building over the years. But when we met Tyler, he was a bartender there. Mm. And so we've over now, like four years, whatever it's been, we've gotten So if you don't well. mind me asking, did you guys like rent the place out? Or you just said, hey, we're going to come do a live stream if you guys are closed? Or um, I know the guys there are super nice. Yeah, so we just talked to Daniel. Yeah, um, Daniel's awesome. I yeah, and, and yeah. honestly, pretty low-key, man. We just yeah. we just texted him. Hey, you know, it's yeah. something we've been thinking about. He had That's already so been nice. thinking about how he could help the community, not, not mm-hmm. just us, mm-hmm. but like, okay, what can I do? What can we do that's safe? Because this all happened in May. Yeah, there was gotcha. a lot of questions in the air, like what legally can we get away with? And, and not to say that like, like we're like trying to, it was just more of like, we don't want anyone to get sick. We didn't know yeah, the ramifications yeah, okay. and, and like what the CDC was of saying. Of course, yeah. So we did this this live stream. The record had just come out. We did the live stream for the record and uh, played it front to back mm-hmm. at Livewire. Daniel awesome. was cool with the whole thing. Great um, sound there, dude. Sounds, yeah, and, oh, that's phenomenal. the thing is Brendan ran the sound yeah, live. He's so um, talented, at that. and it was so cool. We had lights going the whole time, so we'd actually, and we did, um, I think four cameras oh, is what we ended up getting. You guys had a nice production then. It, it really cool. worked out. Yeah. It's on YouTube now. I mean, you can oh, still check it out. Well, obviously, we, we left I could it drop up. a link to this too in the bio if anybody wants to watch. Um, do you know what the name of it would be on YouTube? Oh, probably just the Orange Constant Peel. Um, I think what is it? Livewire sound, love music, maybe. I'm throwing all these kind of tags. One of those is gonna get. <laughs> I'll find yeah. it. I'll find it. I, tr- um, I have faith. But yeah, that's awesome. I love Livewire, man. It's so fun. When I interned there, I learned so much about like sound and lights and like the whole progress and just just nice people there, good vibes and everything. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's cool. Have you guys done any other live streams? Because I love asking about these because it's pretty relevant right now. And like I talked about last time with Bradley. Um, I think the future is going to be people live streaming their main shows too. Mm-hmm. And like, just like, why not? You know what I mean? Like you oh, can yeah. hit a whole nother fan base that couldn't make it or whatever. You know what I mean? Anybody who's just on their phone on Friday night and live stream while you're playing at theater and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, we, we've definitely done, we've had some, fil- some fans and friends, they were friends of ours, but they did like some live streams of like full shows, yeah. but that would have been like pre pandemic and those, you know, just kind of like a glory days. Yeah. I, did, I know. <laughs> Sometimes it just feels weird saying pre pandemic. Like, <laughs> it's so crazy. But it's totally the reality. We're like almost a year in. Yeah. Just, yeah. How did, how did how did we get here? Yeah. Oh my gosh. How did this happen? Yeah. But yeah. Um, that's awesome. I th- I think live streams are cool, man. I've done a couple. I haven't done any full production ones. I'm trying to get into it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure it out and everything. I might hit Livewire up. 
But um, like I've just done a few acoustic ones too. They've been so much fun. Like oh, yeah. I, I just like put put my phone on the stand and play some songs and um, comment back to people. Hey, mm-hmm. how you doing? What do you want to hear? You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. And I mean, it's way better than not playing a show at all. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I love playing a, live and everything. We did this like weekly session. I'm um, sorry, not week. Was it weekly? I think it was actually. Yeah, uh-huh. where we were adding a member. Yeah. So it started with just Andrew and I, uh-huh. and then we added Tyler, and then we added Chris, and then ultimately we added Sam, and uh, we did that sometime in like. June Where or you July. guys were playing solo, or these talking? were all acoustics. So, okay, cool, yeah, cool. This cool. was just a way to, you know, honestly, through the pandemic, a lot of bands like ourselves were looking for content. Like yeah, we just need yeah. a way to talk to people. To you get... guys are really good at content. You guys put out a lot of quality content. I'm noticing it's about you. Challenging, honestly. It really is, like, man. It's, it is, um, and I'm I have very little hand in any of that. Yeah. Like at best, I'm a vote because I'm. Who, um, who's running the show on that? You guys have a specific so, member or a content creator kind of thing? Yeah, the primary three would be Andrew, Sam, and Tyler. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know. I think Sam does a little bit more of the Instagram with Tyler. Um, I think Tyler and Andrew kind of look at the Facebook probably the most. Yeah. There's also, there's just so much. Uh, yeah. Chris might do the Twitter every now and then. Gotcha. If yeah. that's still even, you know, it's, relevant. It's still a thing, man. It's still uh, a thing. I honestly am the worst at it. You know, <laughs> as, I, as you could tell by my lack of. There's nothing wrong detail, with that. Nothing wrong with know? that, man. It's um, not for everybody, of course. Yeah. I, 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 I just like doing it sometimes. It's like, man, I just, it's like, this is more time I have to spend on my phone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, it's cool. It's awesome. You mm-hmm. guys do a really good job at it. A shout out to the other. Yeah, whoever's in charge of that yeah. yeah thanks guys you guys put out a lot of great stuff they put out a good cover video this week uh i like sam's tiktoks i don't know if you've seen sam on tiktok i've he, seen a few of he them he posts yeah. most of spongebob ones and stuff like that mm-hmm. just ripping mm-hmm. it on the drums in there and i think stuff like that's really cool it's way better than, than bands that go like four months and then they'll give you a single you know yeah. what i mean it's like all right cool single yeah well, it's, four it's actually it's, it's funny engaging. how it's it's, it's you, we talk about it like mm-hmm. okay well what are we going to do you know like we, we have we really need something uh, and then a couple members, you know, maybe like you noticed that only two members were in the mm-hmm. last little cover. It's like, well, yeah. they just kind of talked about it and were like, hey, we could do it. Sometimes Andrew and I have talked about stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. just sometimes Tyler just was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I learned to cover and I'm just going to play it. And it's like, all right, yeah. knock it out, man. That's awesome, uh, dude. That, I think that that separates you guys from a lot of bands that are just like, just like maybe just play live shows or just mm-hmm. drop music. You know what I mean? I think that's great. And videos, I, I, I like making videos, just like a little cover video or just like, Chopping up a show that we played and like playing, dropping one song on YouTube. I love stuff like that. Oh, and, yeah. And I love for my favorite bands to do it. So that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I forgot where we were going. What were we talking about? Peel? Oh, yeah. Oh, we were talking uh, about live stream. Let's, let's keep going on Peel because there's a few more in there I really liked. I really yeah. liked Fading the Line. I wrote that one down. Mm-hmm. The drum cell or the little breakdown section, that one's really cool. Man, and you know what's so funny is, uh, well, I guess that was more on Blackout, is, is uh-huh. Sam, I, I'm, I'm going to sidetrack. Go ahead. This, go ahead. Go is, ahead. This is, I just want to talk about the. The true, like, this is how talented Sam is and how much he pays attention to what he's doing is mm-hmm. there at the end of Blackout, um, there is this kind of drum solo thing. It's like happening while the band is still playing. I can't really, it's just like the drums are almost soloing on beat with the band. And it's, it's just, it's really wicked, right? Uh-huh. And everyone loved it. And Sam is just, he's like, no, I think I could do better. I could do better. <laughs> and, and it was just this, like, it honestly reminds you of these, these, like, uh, like these like mad geniuses it's like i just there's always a better there's always a better take we could do it in it but it's so cool yeah like it, and i just want to give a shout out to that because like shout out Sam. um and you go, guys ended up going with that or he, did he fix we it? actually i think he did redo one yeah i don't know exactly but i i think we went with it i'm pretty awesome. sure we did um and it's i because i think it's wicked i mean it yeah. really you know and it's also complicated you know if if the drums had been broken down i can't remember all the you know maybe that some of the mics had been taken down or whatever mm-hmm. it was 
to recapture all that. But I'm gonna have to listen to that. I don't think I noticed. I definitely listened to that song, but I don't know if I noticed the drums at the end. It's like the yeah, it's maybe the last like 20 seconds. Yeah? There's okay. these really cool. Um, Sweet. I liked um. I mean, just the whole take. Really, I think Reliance is probably my favorite. It's it's super catchy. Mm-hmm. Far from home is probably my second favorite. Fade in the line coming in number three. But so Banana is really cool. So you really like Andrew's writing. I those, do like those Andrew's would writing. all be Andrew's yeah. writing. Well, I wouldn't have known that oh. until you told me. Well, no, and it, not by all means, like they're all we all write as a band. Uh-huh. But everybody, you know, like he, it's like, hey, I, this is what I've broken yeah. down. I've got this, you know. But like adding the drum part on uh-huh. on uh, Fade in the Line and all that was like that's band writing. That where, makes it orange. But, you know, he constantly. came in with like the melody and the yeah. chords and like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. That's, awesome. um, that's that's cool that you guys are versatile like that. I like that everybody writes too. That's mm-hmm. kind of along the same lines as everybody singing to me. Like it just makes things more versatile mm-hmm. and two dimensional. Well, and, and I think at the start of all this, we had talked about like the difference in band songs. So then songs like "Go" mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. is is a band driven song. You I know? can see that. Yeah. Uh, and, and and I think that's what's funny because you could tell there's like, yeah. all the harmonies on it. It kind of goes through these unique phases. Sam came in with, and actually Sam started this band song. You know, Sam's yeah. an incredible writer. You, you saw him play guitar. Yeah, on, I, I'm amazed video. he can play guitar that. Oh way. yeah, Sam's Sam's a great. He's just a great musician. Yeah, a really really strong that's guy. That's awesome. Um, and. So he he came in with kind of this idea of this like five like kind of a five count riff you know and then uh, Andrew I think picked at it a little bit and then it gets presented to the band and the band starts picking at it adding you know the arrangement became you know that song is pretty uniquely arranged mm-hmm. like we we really had to work on that uh, I could see it being like a band production kind of like now that you say it it makes sense like well, it's got yeah everything kind mm-hmm. of happening. And it, and it started with this, like, you know, it's it's in this odd time signature, and then we try to, like, level it out and bring it to 6-8, yeah. and then ultimately it, it kind of ends with this big solo that ends up with harmony guitars. And like you said, it really has, it's got you know, everything it, yeah, it's got the harmony yeah. vocals, yeah, the everything. harmony guitars, like, everybody's got to say in this song, you know. Um, so you guys seem really easy going. Like, do you guys ever have any, like... Like someone presents a song and everybody's just like, no, we're not doing that. Does that ever happen? <laughs> yeah. Time to time? Yeah? Okay. We're, we're, we're a band. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no it, it, uh, it's, it's never like that. It's never that yeah. brunt. But there, there are times where you can, there are just songs that aren't. It just doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and, and now it's harder than ever to write. You know, with COVID, we kind of took mm-hmm. time off. You know, we didn't, we weren't really sure of like, uh, hey, are we supposed to be getting together? Like, yeah. does everyone need to? We don't really have shows. Maybe we should just take this time. To just be a little cautious. Okay, yeah. sure. So we didn't do as much practicing as we typically would throughout, like, you know, uh, May, usual, June, yeah. And July, you, you guys are usually busy. Right, then, exactly. Right? Yeah, we're summertime. On the road, we're doing stuff. So yeah. this was kind of like, oh, okay, well, that's weird. Um, as we move forward and we're starting to get back into it, you know, and I guess this year is a little unique, but, you, you know. For sure. <laughs> you just, it just happens. Now, every song gets a chance. So uh-huh. there, there, we should always say that every song gets a chance. But that's sometimes great. it's just not jiving and, yeah. and you just you know you kind of like feel it I don't think anyone's ever in, in anyone's face about it it's yeah. just like hey, it's man, usually like, obvious I'd say yeah, right it's like, it's like yeah you know maybe uh, the songwriter themselves isn't the song isn't really fleshed out and mm-hmm. now the band's like scrambling to figure this song out yeah. but the songwriter doesn't really know what they want and so then you know and that's happened even to myself you come in with like half parts and yeah, then you're like oh I gotcha. got a song and it's like well that's not like, well, now what? And you look at the band going, and then we could write a bridge, and we could write a pre-course, and the band's like, "Well, okay, I mean, maybe so is you this just on have us? a riff, yeah, yeah, like yeah. is this on us okay, now? Gotcha. Like, wait a minute, yeah, that's you know. I, I struggle with that too. Writing to riffs, I haven't mm-hmm. really figured out how to do that quite yet, but um, that's cool that you guys are all open to it. I think I think everybody being allowed to participate is great. And um, what was I going to say about that? Actually, let me check the camera right quick, yep. just to make sure we're still recording and whatnot. 
Give him a little wave for the camera. Beautiful. Love it. Hey, Mom. <laughs> What's up? So, yeah. All right. Back to what I was saying. Or what you were saying. Um, Where was I going to go with this? I had something I was going to say. Uh, So, you guys all right. But, yeah. Um, When you... Does anybody come in? This is what I was going to say. Does anybody come in with, like, full songs? Like, like done. This is how we're doing it. Or do, do they just bring the words... And the melody per se, and say, "All right, let's make this an orange content song." Yeah, um, or I mean, obviously it varies, I guess. So yeah, just... I think th well, what happens is so you see what had happened was no. Well, <laughs> for example, like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use as many examples from the new album. So so for like what you're mm -hmm. asking for is one that I had a heavy hand in, and what mm -hmm. happens is I am not the, the keys player that Chris is. Gotcha. So maybe I have a lot of ideas fleshed out, like even dynamic, like, hey, I think the first chorus should be this mellow. Yeah. I think the second chorus, we could do this to kind of like, even if I have ideas for that, I can't play drums like Sam can play yeah, drums. Exactly. So I can suggest, and I think that's as close as you can get. Like you can suggest, get, you can get to like 60% with our band, but the <laughs> yeah. odds of you having a 100% song, <laughs> that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, I okay, mean, you know, that's good. Uh, I think that's cool. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe 70 but I, I, there's there's 30% of the band in every song, at least, gotcha. like I would say. Well, that's you know? awesome, man. That's that's super cool. That's good to know, too. I, I like that. I and, and, that's and, and again, it's like you can go, oh, well, what about a core, or like an organ part here? And then Chris yeah. goes, he'll do it. And then suddenly he adds that Chris thing, and you go, oh, well, that's actually, you know, that could be the lead. So now, you, now yeah. you're thinking, like, I didn't think about that. So now, yeah. okay, well, wait a minute. If we did, then suddenly, you know, that song that you thought yeah. you had 100% yeah. of, Someone else's talent. It's tough really sometimes, it man, because it feels like you go in there and you know exactly what it needs to do, and then like it kind of like somebody suggests something, and you're like your your brain kind of like like there's like a tension there. You're like, oh, I kind of expected it to be like this, but I've tried to let go of that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Just like let everybody do their thing, which is great. And dude, it take it's uh, it's something I think everybody struggles. I think everybody yeah, has that that like so. you know like you we do try to in everybody right in every writer situation to at least like humor the uh, the. The songwriter. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, if you think this, then we'll try this first, no matter what, and and, and we'll give it a good run. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, Rick Rubin has a great thing where he says, I love "You Rick. really can't say no to any idea until you've heard it." He's like, yeah. because honestly, sometimes when people describe ideas, they sound fucking terrible, <laughs> and you're just like, that is never going to work. Just you're, no. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And and then suddenly you give it couple takes you yeah. can't just blame the first take you give uh -huh. it two or three tries and you go yeah it actually kind of worked that's <laughs> nice. really cool and those are some of the coolest ideas sometimes it, it just happens man rick has so many good quotes dude yeah and, and so, so good. yeah He's I, interesting I, any any interview i can find with him i highly oh, recommend so fascinating have you, have you so, listened to his podcast i'm sure you have right oh i've, I've listened to some of his stuff with like the song exploder guys uh -huh. and what's his podcast is he the called? one where he interviews he brings yeah, yeah i've seen a few of those. yeah he's, uh -huh. he's got one with um Gosh, who is it? Um, man, he's got. Do you know who Mike Watt is? You ever heard of Mike Watt? He's a he's like mm -hmm. a pop producer, super interesting. But like, he's got a couple with producers where he talks about like the Wildflowers album and all that stuff. It's super interesting. You should listen to it. I did. I think I listened to the one yeah. where is it his keyboard player? I think um, so. Maybe Bent Montage. That's it. Is that yeah. his name? Yeah, that's um, a good one. Bitten, Very good yeah. one. Yeah. He's so Bitten interesting Mont. how he yeah, talks. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, I think I listened to that one, and then because he talks. Yeah, that's right. Because he talked about getting invited into the band, mm -hmm, uh -huh. mm -hmm. and then there's one uh, with Andre Three Thousand. Oh, I haven't seen this. Is this good? What I liked about Andre's was there was this um, this like level of honesty where mm -hmm. he was just he he says like I will always love music, but that doesn't mean my relationship with music right now is the same as it's always been. He goes, I might walk up to the piano and play a few things here and there, but yeah. 
I'm not looking to like restart and re redo yeah. my music career. Like he yeah, just hit was, another pinnacle. I guess. Yeah, he was very like humble. He said, "And, and if I ever tour again, he goes, I don't. I'm going to try to not do stadiums. He goes, I want to really? do small." Like That's it, cool. It was interesting. He almost wants to like not be the celebrity in a way. He was like, really? kind of take this away from me. I want to go. I want people to hear music by Andre Three Thousand without thinking Andre Three Thousand. That's awesome. And That's so cool. it's like he's like creating this gap. He, he, I, I don't know. That. It was interesting. I, I love it when big bands do like small clubs and stuff. I think yeah. that's so cool, man. Like, I don't know if you heard about, we talked about this last time too. Um, the Foo Fighters are going to come to 40 Watt Club. I don't know if you like the Foo Fighters, but I think mm -hmm. that's cool. Stuff like that, like just arena sized bands coming to places like 40 Watt and Georgia Theater just to come to Athens or just to play a little club. Like, there's the Bud Light Club tours they do or, or huge arena acts play like clubs and stuff. I think that's cool. Do you oh, think yeah. Cool? I'm totally into Where are you that. at on playing bigger venues versus clubs? Do you have a preference? Oh man, um, well we we can't. For us, a big venue is the Georgia Theater. I mean, that's like it's pretty you know, big. It's huge though. Yeah, like, that's yeah. like you know, like that's the the pinnacle. I mean, anything yeah. bigger than that, you, we feel kind of foolish. You know, <laughs> I mean, unless you count like outdoor stuff. I guess that's, yeah, but that I, I count outdoors. You know, that's a little different. Like, because it's such a big vast. How many times have you guys played the theater? Couple, right? I think I've seen the theater twice. Maybe five times. Maybe five. That's five awesome, now, man. Or, I, I maybe, love the theater, five, man. It's it, you know, and that's over the band's whole career. Yeah. So. Uh, this lineup hasn't played the theater five times, but gotcha. Andrew and I, gotcha. at under the orange constant, um, with Lee, uh, we we've probably played it. What's some other favorite six? venues to play? Know. I assume theater's a favorite venue to play, right? It's pretty hard to beat, you know. Yeah. But a lot goes into that, like the fact yeah. that you can drive home. Yeah, I mean, that's that's, that's pretty sweet. You know, <laughs> yeah. you don't spend the whole day like on the road. Yeah. Getting, you In know the, the schedule. You know, it's it's you know my car can be out front. So yeah, it's like, All right, yeah. I'm out of here. It feels like home. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's obviously a huge factor. But yeah, theater is man. I mean, yeah, how how it's it's so cool. How could you, you beat know? it? It's, how could you beat it? It's so yeah. great. I um, love it there, man. Any other favorites though? There's uh, you know, I mean, uh, and again, I like the forty watt. I love the forty watt, man. It's cool. Strong second for me. Strong. Yeah, it's got all the great lights. Um, I have to think about that. You know, it's been a lot of venues. You guys play everywhere. I'm really impressed with you guys, like pre-COVID, which is funny to say. Uh, pre-COVID booking schedule. You guys were all over the fucking place. Like, I remember you guys were in the theater one night. Sam's like, "Oh man, we just got back from Alabama. We played the booth or something like that." Of some, yeah, maybe something. the green room or something. Yeah, something like yeah. that. He's like, "Man, we just drove in." I was like, "Oh my god, you guys are on it, man." It, it was it was intense there for a minute, and honestly, we loved it, and it just. Uh -huh. Just looks like swept out from under you. you yeah. know? It was just like, all right, there it go. We had tours, whole tours. You were guys taken seem away. like the band that really would exceed at like just just like playing your asses off, like just like every weekend, kind of or every week whenever you could. Our like, model was the road dog. Yeah, I love we, that. Yeah, we were the. We thought that how could you go wrong playing yeah. more shows? And I love so that. I can see like, you guys are really good at that. I, like everything comes together for you guys seeing you live. Like it all makes sense. It, you, it's you know definitely what I mean? where it's just where we feel the and, and every member. You know, can influence that, but yeah. it's definitely where I think we feel the most comfortable, even more so than like the studio or That's the practice awesome. room. But yeah. when you put us on stage, I think there is definitely, uh, you know, the cliche stuff, man. But there's an energy, and then you can kind of just look at each other and mm -hmm. know, hey, this is what we trained for. This, this is, is it. it. Yeah. And and a lot of it's trust. I, I and we get better the more we trust each other. Mm -hmm. I, I swear, when you just like, when 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 a jam is developing, mm -hmm. and you just let each member. You you play off them instead mm -hmm. of you trying to always lead the way. Yeah, it'll it'll work out every time. I, That's I great. it's it's That's good advice. Gets, yeah, I swear. It's I like just that. like I just listen. Like let yeah. the bass put the foundation. And what? Oh, Tyler's doing this. Okay. Oh, well, Chris is complimenting. Oh, I see with that. Oh, so I can find a niche here. Like I'll. All right, this is it. This is my. I don't. I'm I'm particularly more with all the instruments. I'm a pocket guy. Like yeah. give me my. Like I'll Your I'll sector. I'll live in this. Have you seen the movie <laughs> Hitch? Uh, it's, it's older. Hitch. Um, who's in it? Uh, Will like Smith's I in it. It's 
anyway, there's a scene where um, Will Smith is trying to, I think it's Kevin James, he's trying to like show him dancing, you know? Uh-huh. And so he's like, you know, and Kevin James is just doing these ridiculous dances all over the place. Uh-huh. And Will Smith is like, no, man, you just got to live right here. And I've he does definitely this seen little back and They're forth, in an like, apartment. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen exactly. this. Yeah, it's funny as shit. Yeah. Well, that yeah. is how I approach jams. And I'm pretty sure the other guys <laughs> do. It's just like, you just live in this little, like, all right, just kind of wait it out. Like, let's see where we're going. Like, back and forth. Okay. That's funny. You know? <laughs> That's great. You guys are a fantastic live band. I saw you guys. Um, you guys played for like three or four hours when I saw you. Um, playing all kind of genres and just like it's like real easy listening. Like nothing too like heavy or like crazy. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. all like like just a vibe. You know what I mean? Is yeah. That, would you agree? Yeah, I, th- I think that's definitely the best way. It's just a vibe. We yeah. kinda, the live shows kind of manifest themselves in a way. Yeah. Of like you know. That's cool. And you guys have played like. Uh, let me think and play. You guys have played like Barrel House. Don't you go down mm-hmm. there and play that and like mm-hmm. Southbound Smokehouse and Augusta? Yeah, we'll actually be playing Barrel House this weekend. Really? Okay, yeah, that's we'll be, cool. That's a Saturday night. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. very cool. Everybody go out to that if you're in the yeah. Savannah area, correct? Mm-hmm. Savannah? Absolutely. I've yeah. never been down there. How big is this venue? I think, I think um, Springhouse is telling me about this place. Barrel House is pretty cool. Size, that's a great question. Maybe 400? Yeah. There's also a downstairs, and so when you factor that in, See, the way it's set up is you come in and you're on the main level and that's where the band is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a basement, but the basement, the band doesn't really play for the basement. You know, gotcha. they, they kind of have their own scene. It's like a bar on. down there, I guess? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Um, and so, you know, you're really only playing to the main floor. Uh, to say, I mean, how many people fit on that floor? I, it's, honestly, I don't know because Savannah, um, they will pack you in in Savannah. <laughs> really? I mean, it, I'm not even, I mean... Is it like one of those venues where like three bands play or is it just you guys? Um, they they used to do some of the multi-band stuff. And uh-huh. I think they kind of started to mix that more and more for like one band and a DJ sort of thing. You know, Savannah stays open late. They've got all these alcohol rules, which mm-hmm. is why they pack so many people in because it's such a, uh, it's a good job, like a transient town. Like the people are just coming and going all the time. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, most people in, in, in Savannah don't live there. Yeah. You know, they're there for touristy kind of yeah, thing. They're yeah. They're there for the open drinks. They're there for the whole thing. Is it on the main street? Where is it at? The, the venue itself. Oh, uh, I think Congress Street. Okay, okay. It's, I know where that is. I actually know the street. Yeah. That's terrible. I know where that is. Yeah, I know where yeah. that is. I heard I'm that. pretty sure that's it. Um, and it's right next to what used to be the Jinx, but I think Jinx. it closed. So you got a southern crowd. Your your old friends can come see you out there, And, right? and that's, yeah. that's why we actually have a connection there. That's, that's why, yeah, like yeah. We, because of Georgia Southern, you know, the big city close by in, in Atlanta was like three and a half hours. Yeah. So you drove to Savannah. That was an hour away. You get this killer alcohol rule once uh-huh. you hit 21. Yeah. And suddenly you could play for just a random like Thursday night. You know, mm-hmm. you could play this packed room. Yeah, people in, don't in even this know big you. City. Yeah, you know, to a lot of people that don't know yeah. all, and just go. And, and in a way, that was great. But what we noticed over the years is it's actually hard to build a fan base mm-hmm. that's specifically there for you. Gotcha. And, and sell Cause, tickets because they're all like just coming in from other places and they disperse. And, yeah, and right. And never so how back do you build Savannah ticket sales when you play? In that kind of a setting, and that okay. that's been challenging over. Have the you years, guys figured actually. any any developments on that? Just for, um, just as a small band, curious myself. We we love Huckapoos when you can uh-huh. play it. It's actually more on Tybee. Okay. Um, some people just call it Poos, which uh-huh. is obviously just comical. Is that's, it a like a beach bar? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, so it's on Tybee, uh, pizza joint. Uh, I think you have to bring your own PA if I remember correctly, but uh, <laughs> it's it's just really small, you know. And it's kind of this outdoor indoor thing, like no mm-hmm. AC, so there's the windows are just wide open. Um, so you got to be careful in the winter. We typically, if uh-huh. we we've only played it a handful of times because it's yeah. still new to us, but we try to keep it towards 
That's the cool though. I, I've always wanted to do like a little like a like a beach tour and go hit like Hilton Head, Savannah, and mm-hmm. like just go down through Florida. I think that'd be fun. Dude, there's you? so much between you know, like you said, Hilton Head, Savannah, Myrtle, uh, Saint Simons, yeah. Tybee, yeah, uh, Jacksonville's Jacksonville is really not too far either. Yeah. You can really hit this rink. Um, yeah. And, do kind of a little beachy vibe. Be cool. thing, I feel like man. you guys would do cool with that. Have you guys ever done anything? We've actually like kind of done that. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, okay, cool, uh, cool, so, cool. Where'd you uh, guys play in Jacksonville? Just curious. Um, there's a few places. Let me think off the top of my head. Jacksonville Sports Bar, maybe. We we played one called. Was it Surfer? Go Surfer cool. Bar. I don't know if it's still there. Mm. There's the good one though, and now I'm, I'm like drawing a blank. <laughs> and that really, we're actually playing Jacksonville Friday. Really? And I can't no. Think what's of the name it called? It. Um. I'm just gonna look it up. This is pathetic, man. Maybe I'm trying to think of any. Oh, I know Jacksonville Sports Bar, the local. Oh, we played the local. Played the local. Um, um, and that might be. That's cool though. I feel like you vibe. You guys vibe would do well at the beach. So, well, I guess appropriately so. You said you've done a beach tour. So yeah. I don't know why am I? You good? My Wi-Fi is being weird. I got um, that. I got that slow fi here. Oh, did I have like nothing? I don't have any. <laughs> like a, I don't know what's going on. Um, but we'll uh, dang it, that sucks, man. I should know that. <laughs> that shows how oh. much these boys are on tour, man. These boys stay man, playing. No, I'm, I'm just really, I mean, like, I'm so bad at it. it yeah. It's, I'm just <laughs> terrible. It's weird because for a while, I think that was my excuse. Like, we're just yeah. on the road, and then it just kind of became like, yo, dude, can you pay attention a little bit? And I, I definitely dropped the ball on that one. You like, guys have played, what is the farthest state you guys have played? You guys have probably been, um, I know you've been to Bama. Mm-hmm, yeah, been on, so we've hit Denver. Denver, Colorado? Mm-hmm. That's oh, sick. Totally worth it. Like, if Really? You, like, there's a lot. So some cities that seem to react differently to music. Like, okay, uh-huh. a closer city that's better or state is a lot of Virginia. Really? Seems to like music. I, I don't oh. know. It's something about the culture of the state. Yeah. Um, we would play places like the Camel. Um, I'm trying to think of the I'm place. Write There's, down. There used to be one. It was like a little deli. Virginia, like Roanoke, Virginia, or like, uh, um, you know what city you were near? Well, Richmond, I think, was Richmond. the Camel. That's it. Um, and I'm trying to think of where's Virginia Tech at? Big universe. I feel like it's Roanoke. That might be where it's at then. Because there, there was like an underground it's Maybe gonna sound not. so crazy, man. It was like a sandwich shop <laughs> that was like part-time venue. But the thing is, because of Virginia Tech, you get this killer crowd. Yeah. In this underground sub shop, I, I hate that I can't think of the name. That's uh, awesome. Is, you guys will play anywhere. I, I respect that, right? Oh, play because, anywhere you can. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if there's if if people, uh, I just for example, we played this like a. Uh, you you'll play these random shows like like we played mm. this like bike rally one time, right? <laughs> yeah. and it's you just think it's like going terrible you think no one's listening mm-hmm. the next thing you know though that person comes to the show that you're playing next time you're in town that yeah. you're actually selling tickets to yeah and then you just that's kinda... all that matters to you i'm like dude if we can get one person to come to the next show i'll fucking go play there. you and know you, what i mean you really there's a lot of shows you have to keep that in mind yeah. I, mean, I don't think that that has really left us at all I mean, that's great that, that hungriness these... is great i love that you have to i mean it's the industry is so weird um and it's it's very uh, unforgiving at times mm-hmm. so you just luckily we have a bunch of guys in our band that uh are really able to roll with the punches yeah you have to if you're gonna you like to. being on the road everything goes wrong man like the, <laughs> you guys like, have a bus though don't you yeah that's so oh, yeah. awesome yeah man. that's so that's jealous. thank you man it's 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 like a like an actual bus right yeah not like bus, a van right yeah, uh-huh. yeah we did the van for a long time old helga yeah she was bless her heart we <laughs> She barely started just just to get to her to be sold. It was yeah. like, like I think it was like the day Andrew's like going to sell her, and he's like, uh, the van won't start. And it's just like, of course, of like, course. Get rid of this. 
You guys' or, new van is baby. nice, though, man. That thing is sick. You got a little, mm -hmm. whole little setup in there. That's yeah. fun. That stuff like that seems so fun, like just driving around with your buddies in the van. Yeah. That you, your band that you actually like. And Andrew put a lot of work into it. Yeah. Um, I helped him a little bit. I think other members have kind of helped at times, but it, it's parked at his house. Yeah. And so he kind of just will be like, oh, well, hey, I picked it this today. I picked it this. And it's like all these little improvements that yeah. over time, suddenly you're you just the luxury, the comfort just yeah. kind of keeps going up, man. So the wagon, yes. Oh yeah. So do you guys have uh, just just had a curiosity sake? Are you guys like doing it all yourselves? Do you guys have a manager? Do you guys have a booking agent? Any of that sort of stuff? Yet? Oh, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. we um, we did ourselves for a while. You know, mm -hmm. early years, like say for to. years. You know, you, you kind of you're sending out the emails, mm -hmm. um, and then it just kind of became easier to. Um, not just easier, but you realize that people have connections, and so it's mm -hmm. like working with somebody is more than just you know them booking for you. It's like well. Their name is a trusted name, so then they can know yeah, people that like a know. Specialist, exactly. Like yeah. they kind of can pass you on, um, and so we did that, and still are doing that. And we work mm -hmm. with a couple guys, uh, a couple brothers, Matt Washburn and Luke mm -hmm. Washburn. They've helped us out a lot. Uh, we've worked in the past with uh, William, William Redwell with Airbound Entertainment. Uh -huh. um, just recently, because of the pandemic, uh, we've just kind of just minimized. I guess would yeah. be the best way. You know, a great guy though. Uh, <laughs> Guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend Airbound if you can talk to him. Who? How, well, how do you spell that? Sorry. Oh, just Airbound, just uh, A I R. Bound. And they're a booking agency. Um. Or management. Kind of like agency? entertainment, you know. Yeah. Just like yeah, like it's like more than just booking. I think it's kind of like being a part and being connected with fraternities and Statesboro, and he he deals with a lot of like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Kind of like you know the Blue Room. He's connected. Oh, with those the Blue Room is awesome, man. You guys Very play cool. there a lot. Mm -hmm. The Blue Room <laughs> but, is so nice, man. But that's just because of our Statesboro years. We. We kind of knew them as they were developing mm -hmm. the blue room, and we, we were able to get gotcha. connected and get in through all Very that. Very cool. Yeah. I, I really love that place. Uh, it's got a cool. It's just cool. I yeah, mean, it's a cool they, little they did spot. A really good job to be in the middle of Statesboro, yeah, you know, uh, South Georgia, and just have the production quality yeah, like that. I can see that. Is uh, great lights, great stage. It seems like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That that's just it, man. And it's like the full thing. And and, and to get that, I it, you don't really get that everywhere. You can yeah. get spoiled because you know it used to be you would play like. Well, I don't know, like Dingus, you know, just yeah. to say a Statesboro place. Uh, and, and you're like, you're in this little corner. You got to bring all your own PA in, kind of like right next to the bathroom. So you have no idea what's going on. And you know what's going on. Let me rephrase that. Uh, seems like, knows. is it, I don't, I really don't know that much about Statesboro. Is there anywhere really to play other than Blue Room? Or I think there's a place, is it Soleil or? Uh, there's Nats. Nats Landing. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Is that still a thing? Yeah, I think so. Now, I'm not really as connected you know mm -hmm. anymore so i don't know exactly but you know nats used to be a great spot yeah i've heard um, a lot about it like country people playing there mm -hmm. and jam bands playing mm -hmm. there and stuff on a, not a very big stage so you gotta mm -hmm. you know but if you you know if you had don't have you know it, we can we worked around it so mm -hmm. uh, as a four course, piece, we yeah. never did it as a five piece but as a four piece you could make it work man with a yeah. full drum set it wasn't like lee had to play a broken down kit or anything <laughs> um you know it does get a little loud but you know i just just reach out i think it's actually the same guy that owns the Blue Room, or is part owner of the Blue Room, is the it's, owner. Or I feel part like owner. I know his name. I follow him on Instagram. Um, Al, Al Chapman, mm -hmm. right? Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Seems like a cool guy. Yeah, he's Al's, really got Al's definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. He's he's an intense guy. So yeah, yeah. Like cool. he'll he'll he, he comes in hot. Like yeah. he's, you know, but, but he's that. cool. I like like not to say like anything, but yeah, it is funny though. Like when you know when when Al's there, you know it. It's like oh, he has a big <laughs> presence. That's that's a better Love way. That. Well, mm -hmm. he's running a nice nice little program down there at the Blue Room. I can't speak for the Nats Landing, but um. Blue Room is they got it going on, man. It's yeah, well, and Nats is where it started. He, yeah, you know, I don't know how long he's owned Nats, but that's what he he used to. He we knew him through Nats, and then he teamed up with some other guys, and they kind of put cool. the Blue Room together. That's awesome, man. Well, we are. I think I've covered just about everything. 
we're an hour, hour two in. That's a good one. All That's right. a solid one. It flew by, I didn't it? I can't believe I talked that much. <laughs> no, it was great. It was very interesting, man. So let's finish it off. Do you have any um, shows you want to promote or final tips for bands or people around town or what they need to know about yeah, you guys? Yeah, so the shows this got? weekend, um, mm-hmm. you know, we're playing Jacksonville um, Friday night, and then we're playing um, Savannah. Uh, awesome. The Blue Room. No, awesome. not the Blue Room, sorry. Uh, Barrel House. Barrel House, yeah. yeah. Barrel House, Saturday night. Um, no, no tips, man. Just just keep playing. <laughs> just I don't enjoy know. it. Yeah, that's yeah. it's so it's it's very typical, but there really is something to it. Yeah. You know, if you can if you can enjoy what you're doing and just keep playing, mm-hmm. no matter what, I think you'll find something in that. I so, think so too. Yeah, that's whether it's advice. like this like, you know, uh, massive success or just personal success. Yeah. I think either way. You'll get be success. artistically satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I, great. I agree. And my last question for you: favorite Tom Petty album? Go. Oh, Wildflowers. Easily. Yeah, I mean, easily. I love that one. I yeah, Honeybee. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. I, mean, I like Dave Grohl playing drums on. Oh, you seen that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's SNL great. Thing. Like, yeah. yeah, I I think I think Wildflowers is probably my number two, right behind um Damn the Torpedoes. I love Damn yeah. the Torpedoes. And, and you know what sucks is I understand that those are definitely now um yeah yeah those those are obviously well-known great mm-hmm. out but but they are what they are you know yeah um because i think doesn't dan the torpedoes also have century city yeah it's and, on there. oh man yeah. dude. oh louisiana rain yeah is on that one yes uh oh my gosh refugee of course yeah uh, here comes my girl um, yeah just the hits are like even the losers is on there mm-hmm. i believe just just mm-hmm. all his albums are great though man yeah. you can pick any of them i, I yeah. love full moon fever man the solo mm-hmm. one i love that mm-hmm. one well Absolutely. i guess wildflowers is solo too yeah right in theory mm-hmm. there's great songs one... in there What's the one that he has? I like the hit off of it. I don't. I didn't really know the whole album as well, but it was a uh, last DJ. The last Rhythm, DJ, yeah, it was one of his later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I think what's which we kind of commented on earlier is his ability to write so well later in his life. Also, his his stuff with the uh, Mud Crutch. Uh, not Mud Crutch. It was it was with George Harrison. The oh, uh, um, Traveling Wilbur. Yeah, Traveling Wilburys. That, that's a great album. I think yeah, they only really did the one album. I don't know. Yeah, because two. uh, what's his name died? Um, Orbison. Orbison died. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but yeah, those records are super interesting. Yeah. I I just recently realized that it's uh Harrison singing in the background on all the stuff like Free Fallen and I Won't Back Down. That's you know it's Dude, George Harrison. I did not know yeah, that. They that's worked on that album awesome. and Jeff Lynne. Yeah, I knew uh, Jeff Lynne yeah, was a part Jeff of it. Lynn, yeah. and I'm I'm pretty sure most of that is George Harrison and Jeff Lynne singing in the background on Free Fallen and I Won't Back Down. Dude, Go listen to it now. Cool. Those yeah. background vocals I'm are check nice. check that out. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Very interesting. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Well, thank you for coming on. It was an absolute pleasure. Today we had yeah. Mr. Nick yeah, from the you, Orange Jameson. Constant. It was an absolute pleasure. Let's give him a wave. One more wave for the for the thumbnail for YouTube. All right. See y'all later. Thank you all for watching. This was a fun one. Yeah. Thank you. See ya.